Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome back, everybody. Straight Fire with me, Jason McIntyre. It is Monday, January 11th. What a weekend of football we just had. Hope everybody was able to imprint their butt cheeks on the couch for uh, nine hours on Saturday and Sunday. Actually, Sunday probably felt longer given Ben Roethlisberger throwing like 77 passes or whatever the number was against the Browns. I'll start off by saying the weekend was profitable. Everything was excellent. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers happened. And I think we got to start the show there, right? Um, No guests today. We will do the best bet at the end of the podcast. It will be Alabama versus Ohio State tonight. Really a dessert to what was just an orgy of a buffet of football over the weekend. Some pretty good games. One really dull one. Bears-Saints. I think we'll do maybe 15 seconds on that game. Um, But we'll wrap up with the best bet 
Uh, confidence level, eh, I don't know, tough one. But let's start out with, holy cow, did the Pittsburgh Steelers poop their pants on national TV Sunday night. Probably the craziest playoff game I can remember outside of Super Bowls. Obviously, the Falcons' meltdown against the Patriots is, you know, the number one shocker in football playoff history for me that I've witnessed. Um, you know, then you go back to those crazy comebacks. Uh, what, what do they call that, um, Rob G, where Tennessee was returning the kickoff and they threw it across the field and they ran it back. What was that called? The Miracle? Music City Miracle. Obviously, that's up there. The Frank Reich Buffalo Bills comeback. But I just want to put in perspective what happened Sunday night when the Steelers lost to the Browns, okay? The Cleveland Browns essentially haven't practiced for two weeks given COVID. All they were Zoom practices, okay? They did not have their head coach. He was in a basement watching the game on television, okay? Their defensive secondary was a train wreck of injuries. Their offensive line was a mash unit. They actually started a guard who had played one snap on the offensive line all season. And they won 47-37 as big underdogs in Pittsburgh. They hadn't defeated Cleveland as a franchise, Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, since he was the head coach. Okay? It was just everything about this game was absolute madness. And it happened from the jump. The first snap of the game over Ben's head, Browns recover, touchdown. And then it just snowballed. Ben, three picks in the first half. My big takeaway, and I know there are going to be some people who are like, Jason, you're overreacting. It's not the end of the world. But Ben Roethlisberger's got to be done. I don't know how, given what you saw from him in the second half of the NFL season, Ben Roethlisberger can be the starting quarterback for the Steelers in week one of 2021. I just don't see it. He looked washed. I know they started 11-0. That was excellent. Ben Roethlisberger now, looking his age, 38 years old. Okay, turns 39 in March. Immobile in the pocket. Horrible reads. I mean, I know a couple of the interceptions against the Browns were tipped, but they were bad passes to begin with. Roethlisberger was awful down the stretch. If you remove the second half against the Colts, he was dreadful in their final six games. Just awful. Ben Roethlisberger starting to really look his age. And remember, the guys from his era, the Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, the, Eli's done. Phillip Rivers... Yeah, he had a really good game. We'll probably we'll get to that shortly. Um, won me some money with the cover. And, and Rivers looked good in that game. But Ben Roethlisberger did not against a terrible pass defense. And I don't know how you can go into next season with Ben Roethlisberger as the starting quarterback. I know he's won a couple Super Bowls. That's great. He's had an awesome career. He's a Hall of Fame lock. But with that offense, you need a quarterback. He's dragging them down. Now, the offensive line obviously shoulders some of the blame. Um... But Ben Roethlisberger was a train wreck. And I got to take a moment to just say to Mike Tomlin, like, uh, what are you doing? Like, the Browns did not have a head coach, and you got outcoached. Okay? Mike Tomlin, let me just put, I, I jotted down these notes, okay? He's trailing 28 to nothing, and he punts in Cleveland territory. What are you doing? What, does he trust his defense? We can pin them? I mean, the defense did not look good. They had 28 points on, I believe it was 12 plays at one juncture in the first half. So in the second half, 
Finally, as expected, the Steelers get cooking. They cut it to 13 on a touchdown, and instead of going for two to cut it to 11, I guess Mike Tomlin doesn't do math. He kicks the extra point. They're down 12. Getting to 11 would have meant touchdown and field goal ties the game. Getting to 12 does absolutely nothing. But Tomlin then compounds that. Okay, the defense gets a stop. They've got all the momentum in the world. They've scored 16 straight points. He's on his own, I think it was like his 46-yard line. End of the third quarter, start of the fourth, and he sends his punt team out, okay? I guess he didn't watch the the Tennessee Titans game earlier in the day when Mike Vrabel did the same buffoonery, ended up losing the game. But punting, Mike Tomlin, what on earth are you doing? And of course, the punt goes into the end zone, and you essentially net 30 yards on the punt, which is an absolute loser. Reminder, this is an offensive league, okay? Browns get the ball, bing, bang, boom, six plays later. Nick Chubb house call on a screen pass, and that's a wrap. Like, Mike Tomlin was terrible on the sideline Sunday night. I mean, listen, I shoulder Big Ben, a lot of the blame. The offensive line was terrible. The defense was nothing to write home about. The secondary got lit up by Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had played five games against the Steelers in his career. He'd never topped 196 yards passing, okay? Baker Mayfield, who everybody saw on Instagram celebrating in the locker room, after the game, obviously, listen, you win a playoff game, um, you celebrate. He had 263 yards passing, three TDs, wasn't sacked once. Offensive line coach for the Browns, COVID, not even there. Offensive line, mash unit, Conklin left the game hurt. Baker was not sacked once. TJ Watt, basically on a milk carton. I mean, they just ran away from him. Bad weekend for defenses in the NFL. Chase Young. I think there's still an APB out for him missing in Washington, D.C. If anybody knows his whereabouts, contact the police. Chase Young, nowhere to be found. T.J. Watt, zip. I mean, it was a bad weekend for defenses. We're in an offensive league, folks. Um, it, it was it was ugly for all around for Pittsburgh. Congrats to Baker. And um, just for the record, that whole quarterback at his first start narrative, it, it, there is something to that. They were 9-30 and straight up. They're now 10-30 and 30 as Baker Mayfield gets a victory. The Browns advance. They will go to Kansas City for the early game on Sunday. Now, I think I saw this open at double figures, which is a surprise to me. But I'm just going to say this. Kansas City Chiefs haven't covered a game in two months. I know they've gone through the motions. They've been sleepwalking in the second half, blah, blah, blah. 0-7-1 against the spread in their last eight. They had a bye week. Last year, they came in hot, had the bye week, and their first playoff game against Houston, they were down 24-0 in the first half. They came back and won. They obliterated Houston. I get that. Um, Cleveland could do one thing that that Houston team could not, and that's run the football. And Kansas City can be had on the ground. Uh, Rob G's, uh, Josh Jacobs, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs had a real good game. Uh, I think maybe two good games against the Chiefs. Uh, this season, they can be run on. Um, I'm not saying the Browns are winning the game. I'm just saying uh, they're going to have their head coach back, whatever that's worth. Um, By the way, can you give Kevin Stefanski coach of the year if he's not there for the playoff game and you win on the road by double figures as a considerable underdog? 
That's a joke. That's sarcasm. Cleveland fans, don't come after me. Impressive win for Baker Mayfield. Congrats to the Browns franchise. Now you get Patrick Mahomes. Um, and by the way, that secondary, um, I, I don't think they're going to get four interceptions the way they did against Big Ben or a gifted touchdown on the first play of the game. Obviously a tall order for the Browns, but this was a fun win for them. Um, by the way, the 28 points they scored in the first quarter. I have that written down. Most points in, I think it's any first quarter in NFL playoff history. Rob G can check me on that later. But listen, 28 points. I don't care if it was on 12 plays or 30 plays. That's impressive. Congrats to the Cleveland Browns. All right, let's get to the second biggest story um, of the day. And uh, whew. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I I know he's had a rough one the last two years. And when the Baltimore Ravens fell behind 10-0 to the Tennessee Titans in the first quarter, is it weird that the first person I thought of was Rob G? Because two weeks in a row on this podcast, Rob G was like, listen, Baker can't play from behind. He's never had a... He had the great stat that Baker's... I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson has never had a comeback of double digits in his career. And they're down 10-0, and I'm like, damn, this is a problem. I, I had some money on the Ravens, three, three and a half. But a funny thing happened, everybody. Lamar Jackson put his big boy pants on, and he delivered. I got to say, I was so proud of Lamar Jackson, because if you think back situationally, they're down 10 nothing, and instantly it's like third and eight or nine. And I'm like, man, you can't give the ball back to Tennessee this quickly. Lamar rolls out. He's kind of under pressure. Fires down the sideline. I'm like, this has no chance. And it's complete. And for the first down, huge conversion. Uh, that leads them down the field. I think they got a field goal on that drive. And boom, it was game on. Um, I tried to tell you guys. I, you know I do that show, Talk the Line, with Cowherd, Carissa, and then Jeff Schwartz and Sarah Perlman. And I was hyping up this Ravens defense all week. They... Gave up a buck 93 on the ground to Derrick Henry last year in the playoffs. They went into the offseason. We need to stop the run. Calais Campbell. They draft Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen's had a rough rookie year, but he's a good player. And they picked up Yannick Ngakwe. Like, smart moves. What happens in the playoff game? Derrick Henry has 40 yards rushing. Now, I will say this. Some of this is self-inflicted. Because the Tennessee Titans rushed Derrick Henry... 34 times last week in the season finale. High Season high carries. Okay? He had over 200 yards. He got his 2,000 yards. Hooray. Derrick Henry, on Sunday, looked like he was running with a piano on his back. No leg strength. No burst. Did not have one rushing first down through the first three quarters. He had just a total non-entity. Could do nothing. And... Ryan Tannehill had success early, and that's one of the big complaints. Arthur Smith, good offensive coordinator, had a strong year. He's getting interviewed for head coaching jobs. Look what happened against a good defense after that early script wore off, okay? They punted on the first series, three and out. Touchdown drive, field goal drive. After that, they did nothing. Like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. The offense totally shut down. Um... I, they stopped going to A.J. Brown. Like, Arthur Smith had a bad game in a big spot. And, again, I, this is more about Lamar Jackson because not only did he win with his arm, he had a good day passing, buck 79, and he did shake off an early interception, Rob G. I'm sure you saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh. It was a bad interception. It was bad. Um, but he was so dynamic running the football. And I actually believe, Rob G., that that touchdown run, I think it was like 47, 50 yards, in the second quarter, just totally shook the Titans. It was like, I mean, that was like vintage Mike Vick. 
and Lamar ended up with a buck 36 on the ground. Um, a couple big first down conversions with his legs uh, in the second half. And in in one, I mean, in, in a three-quarter span, basically, Lamar Jackson slayed two dragons that he can't win in the playoffs and that he can't come back and win vic- win games when he's trailing. And I, uh, I, I'm just proud and happy for Lamar Jackson. Rob G., I need to know your thoughts on Lamar Jackson's comeback. Well, I was very happy for him because I've been, like you mentioned, I've been very critical of him and, and his performance. And as soon as the game was over, I, I put a tweet out saying, you know, good for him for exercising his demons. Because just like you mentioned, ESPN, NFL.com, every stat Twitter feed that I have, the first thing they said is Lamar Jackson got his first win of his career when trailing by 10 points. So... It was a it was a narrative and and it was a legitimate narrative. He could not win coming from behind. And you brought up that big run. Now the reason why he struggles so much from behind because he can't really throw. And you saw that with right. the interception when he missed the guy by like four yards to the inside when he should have went to the outside. Yeah. And once he broke off that big run and made it a game again, that's when all of a sudden you're like, oh well, he's not going to have to throw anymore. Because right. he suddenly got the game within striking distance. Good for him. I'm very excited for the Ravens. I'm very exci- I'm very happy for Lamar Jackson. And again, as for all the noise that I talked about him, I did say on this podcast about a month ago that if you're going to put some money on a Darko Super Bowl, it would be the Baltimore Ravens. They Their defense has been now, playing I- great. They played great on Sunday, and their offense just got back to what made them good last year. I'm going to say, Rob G., they have opened as three-point underdogs in Buffalo this week. And, you know, I'm not going to do much on the Bills-Colts game because it happened, like, early Saturday. Great game, by the way. But we saw the blueprint from the Colts on how to beat beat the Buffalo Bills, right? You run the football. Taylor and Naeem Hines had, like, 150. And as long as you keep the throws intermediate, like— their linebackers are just okay in coverage. You don't want to challenge Tredavious White on the outside a lot. A lot of crossing patterns with the tight ends and Michael Pittman and T.Y. Hilton. Like, guess what? That's music to Lamar Jackson's ears. You don't want to have to challenge him and make him uh, make these awful throws, you know, to the outside where he is not nearly as strong. Um, I don't know, Rob G. I, listen, we got a week to let this marinate, but this is a great matchup for the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to be able to run the football in the Bills. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Gus the Bus, Lamar, I I don't know, man. Baltimore Ravens, I, I mean, you could probably hear it in my voice. My early lean is to the Ravens here. I think that is the smart lean, especially in that matchup. And, and, and for all of the uh, praise that's been thrown at the Buffalo Bills, a lot of it from our buddy Colin Cowherd, who picked them, I believe, to win the Super Bowl, if that is correct. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I want to say he did. I'll have to look it up again. Oh but, um, wow. yeah, I mean, you know, Josh Allen's been great. But like you said, this matchup is perfect for Baltimore. So, you know, if they're if they're going to get it done, I think that this was the right matchup. You didn't want to see them to play Kansas City. So I'm glad that they're able to avoid them. And we yeah. should have a, a very good matchup between uh, the Ravens and the Bills. All right, so let's get to, I think, the third biggest story. Saturday night's main event, um, Taylor Heineke, a.k.a. Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights. He was plucky 
um, but ultimately couldn't come through. Tom Brady, and again, that's I guess this was a weekend of slaying narratives. Lamar Jackson um, on Sunday, uh, Baker Mayfield Sunday night with the first-time quarterbacks, and then Tom Brady in his prime time. Um, got to get to bed early. Got to get him in his diaper because he's an old guy. Um, I mean, Tom Brady was magnificent Saturday night in D.C., uh, slaying a pretty overrated, I guess, Washington defense that really couldn't stop Tampa at all. And now Tampa advances to face the New Orleans Saints. Round three, marquee game of Divisional Weekend. It's Sunday night on Fox. Um, I'm just going to say this right now. The big narrative, obviously, it's tough to beat a team three times in a season. Yeah, how many times are we going to hear that, Rob G? Um, Tampa, in the opener, had Brady throw a pick six, Brady throw another interception. And if you listen to our you know, takeaways from that, the game was closer than it looked than the final score looked. And again, it was Brady's first game with a new offense, new coach, new everything. No preseason, okay? The second meeting cost me a lot of money. Um... The New Orleans Saints destroyed Brady and the Bucks in Tampa, 38-3, Sunday night football. It was over from the jump. Like, five minutes in, this is over. I mean, it was never close. Uh, that was like one of the turning points for the Saints defensively. And their defense was very good against Mitchell Trubisky and the fraudulent Bears. I am going to be curious how the Bucks attack this because they have gone 0-2 against the Saints this year. Um, I, we know they're cooking right now. Tampa is the hotter team. New Orleans offense looks stuck in the mud against a bad, bad Chicago Bears defense. And again, they had a ton of injuries, no Roquan Smith. Um, it's just strange how much New Orleans struggled. Um, Michael Thomas had a good return. Alvin Kamara was pretty good. Um, my early lean is to... Um, Tampa, if I can get a lot of points, but it looks like it's only going to be three and a half. I was hoping for a four, four and a half, but um, Saints favored by three and a half. I'm just going to say this. I don't think the Saints have an ounce of a home field advantage here. Just nothing. I mean, the the, the dome is dead. And by the way, when you look at historically, the Saints have struggled to cover the spread at home in the postseason. I mean, they lost two years ago to the Rams, kind of got cheesed out on a call there late. Uh, lost last year to Kirk Cousins. So this idea that, oh, they're at home, they should take care of business, like, there's no home field advantage here. That's going to be a great game. I'm fired up about round three. Drew Brees against Tom Brady, the old man quarterback's uh, divisional matchup. Brady, of course, 43. By the way, did you see the uh, graphic, Rob G, Saturday night where they showed Tom Brady, the oldest quarterback, to throw touchdowns in a playoff game? And the other guy they showed was 43-year-old George Blanda. And I post, it was so jarring, I had to post it on my Instagram. Um, George Blanda looked like he was like 58, okay? Like he smoked a pack a day. And Tom Brady looks like a 25-year-old, like, J. Crew model or something. It's hysterical. Uh, it, it just shows what quarterbacks in the 70s were like. I'm sure they were probably just straight liquor after the games. Maybe at halftime, who knows? Uh, I mean, Michael Jordan was talking about guys smoking in the NBA in the 1980s. So what the hell were they doing in the 70s in NFL locker rooms? I mean, George Blanda looked like he was like 58. I mean, almost borderline like, you know, old man getting ready to retire from a job. Uh, Tom Brady has looked phenomenal. Um, this game's going to get dissected all week. Um, I, I, you know, I don't think there's really too much to say 
uh, about the uh, the Rams Seahawks game. Um, you know, it, it was just a wacky game. I guess my big takeaway from there is like, what the hell happened to Russell Wilson? Eleven for twenty seven throwing the football. Like that, that was a really bad game. Now the Rams have had his number this year. They sacked him five times, so they've sacked Russell Wilson sixteen times in three games. Aaron Donald got him twice, then left the game injured. Jalen Ramsey, once again, just unbelievable uh, job against uh, the kid Metcalf. Now, the record will show DK Metcalf had two touchdowns. But dive deeper and look what he did matched up with Jalen Ramsey, and it was next to nothing. Like, Jalen Ramsey's that good. Folks, this is the only reason I think the Rams are interesting against the Packers. Jalen Ramsey... If he can erase Devontae Adams or really contain him, because Devontae Adams has been a monster this year. His route running is off the charts. He's a much better receiver than DK Metcalf. Ramsey will have problems. Um, But if Ramsey can slow him down and the Rams' elite run defense can bottle up Aaron Jones, now you're looking at, okay, make Robert Tanyan and Valdez Scandling uh, beat us. And I got to be frank, I don't know if that's going to be a runaway for the Packers. Uh, the problem, of course, is what's up with Cooper Cup's knee? Um, I saw something about bursitis. He should be able to go, but it's a nagging issue. And then what's up at quarterback? I mean, I don't know. Jared Goff does not inspire confidence. Like, I, Is he going to be able to grip a ball with his small hands and his broken thumb with three screws in it in the cold weather of Lambeau? I haven't, I haven't checked a weather report. I'm imagining mid-January in Lambeau is going to be in the 20s. Um, for Jared Goff and naturally the warm weather team narrative, can they win in the cold? Um, uh, Jared Goff has had some awful games in the cold. There was one specifically in Chicago that was, uh, I mean, he was unspeakably bad. Um, the Packers defense is not good, though, so there could be options there. We'll, we'll see. I, seven is the spread. It's we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later in the week, but I think that wraps up NFL wildcard weekend. Rob G., any other big takeaways? Well, I think... What I thought was the biggest story on Sunday morning before all the games started, I'm sure you saw this, uh, ESPN reported, and we had been on this early, last mm, week even, yes, yes, yes. that Deshaun Watson looks like he really wants out of Houston. But not just that he wants out. He's already identified a, a potential destination that he's interested in going to. So much so that he has the terms of the trade already leaked out to Mort. And he said, being reported, I'm willing to go to Miami and you guys can take Tua back to Houston. Oh, come on. Now, we love I don't, Deshaun Watson, but Rob G, come on. Is... But I think, and like you've talked about this before ad nauseum. How much more exciting would the NFL be if these guys had the NBA player mentality? where they took the, the, their careers to their own hands and they started calling their own shots. Now, I don't really think that they would trade him to Miami. I just don't see that being a move. I think maybe your Jets probably have a better Well, yeah, who would you want, package. Darnold or Tua? I want uh, nothing to do. I, I didn't see anything out of Tua that, that inspired confidence. I mean, yeah, he's got potential, but are you really? Well, if I'm going to trade for someone, it's not going to be for another quarterback. It's going to be so I can draft my own quarterback. That's what yeah, I'm more yeah. So you to want do. that Jets pick, right? Exactly, that, yeah. and that's why I think it's more uh, appealing. But just the fact that Deshaun Watson apparently it's not it, it, like just like we mentioned it, it goes back to the GM hire and the Eric B. Enemy getting snubbed, and 
even more specifically, Mort reported that it had to do with the uh, culture around the Texans and their indifference towards social justice, which we, we just saw this summer. He was notoriously, Deshaun Watson, very silent on social issues until this summer. So to see him, and I'm assuming that this is all legit because, you know, Schefter and Mort are two of the best NFL reporters that are in the business. To see him finally, or any player, decide when enough is enough and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this because it's best for me is so refreshing. Yeah. And I wish that this happens and he gets traded somewhere, whether it's Miami or, or to your Jets or to my Raiders, you know, because we're, we're probably better than both of those teams. Oh, so God. we'll let that happen. But it would be fantastic if he's able to to pull the strings. He does have a no trade clause, and 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 start a trend where NFL players can finally wield some of that power. I would love to see it. Yeah, this this whole aspect of interviewing a bunch of minority candidates that Deshaun Watson liked, and then calling an audible and going and getting a guy that your chaplain uh, Easterby. Uh, that story again. I, we've told you guys to read it. Go look it up. Easterby Sports Illustrated, Houston Texans. It's just you're gonna leave, you're gonna be like, what? What the hell is going on there? Because um, you know what's gonna happen with the head coaching search. They're not even interviewing the guy that Watson wants is Eric Bieniemy. Um, I'm curious how that'll shake out. But uh, ultimately, I'm not. I, I could care less about the Houston Texans. But I would love Deshaun Watson to end up with the Jets. Listen, give up the number two pick. Uh, you toss in whatever else they want. I mean, frankly, I, you know, I think the Jets could still deal Darnold, get back some picks. Um, they've got an extra one from Seattle. They've got an extra three from Seattle. They've got an extra one next year from Seattle. Like they got picks. Um, package something up and get Deshaun Watson to New York. I mean, the Jets haven't had a franchise quarterback ever, ever. All right, enough on the Jets. Um, and Deshaun Watson. By the way. Miami fans need to pipe down, okay? I don't want to hear about Tua. Go look up the podcast we did with Joy Taylor and then George Sedano. They hyped up Tua, okay? They're big fans. I still think there's some work to do there. We shall see. All right, that wraps up NFL Wildcard Weekend. Pretty damn good weekend. I enjoyed it. Um, I guess we don't really have anything on the NBA front. Um, you know, big big NFL Monday, so sorry. No... no um, NBA news, other than the COVID to Jason Tatum, just sucks. Um, I had a Futures and MVP ticket. That ain't happening. Um, you know, uh, the 76ers have a COVID issue with Seth Curry. Uh, there was a game postponed Sunday. Like, NBA season all of a sudden is just, like, feeling kind of rickety. Uh, not MLB rickety from the beginning when all those games were getting canceled. But just, like, what are we doing here? Um I don't know. The games are not that compelling, but we'll we'll do some NBA later this week. Um, I think we'll wrap up here with the best bet about the national title game. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. We were going to go all out and uh, have a guest and preview it, and then it's like, well, is the game going to get postponed? Is it going to get pushed because of the COVID issues that, that the chatter that's out there and it doesn't look like it's getting moved? Um, it's supposed to happen later today. The teams are there. If it doesn't happen, it'll be a shocker. Um, there's a lot of chatter about uh, the defensive line of Ohio State being uh, the, the source of a COVID outbreak. Uh, that would obviously be bad going against Najee Harris and the Alabama run game. Uh, but overall, listen, I just don't know anybody at all who is going to this game saying, yeah, Alabama's the side. All I'm hearing is Ohio State. Well, have you seen the the, the trends on Nick Saban in the title game? He's like 0-4. Oh, 
in the in the playoff against the spread. Again, that's not predictive. That's just historical. Um, the idea that Nick Saban's great with a month to prepare and he murders teams in the semifinal, and then he, with a week to prepare, he doesn't. Okay, I mean, I, maybe there's some maybe there's something there, but what? I, I don't know. I just keep looking at this idea that everybody watched Alabama struggle to put away Notre Dame. It was not really a struggle so much as just an unimpressive showing. They didn't cover the spread, which to a lot of gamblers matters. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a big deal. And people felt let down. And then you watch Ohio State as a seven point, I think it was seven, six and a half, whatever, point dog. They go and beat the crap out of Clemson. Totally rough up Trevor Lawrence. And they, they're a scoring machine. So everybody saw that, and I think they're betting Ohio State here. Now, I don't ha- I haven't looked at the ticket count to back it up, but this is just on paper not a good matchup for Ohio State. Alabama, great offensive line. This is a team with five All-Americans. Clemson's offensive line was terrible. Clemson's secondary got lit up. They're not good. Alabama's got a first-round pick in Sertan at cornerback. He's probably going to follow... Uh, and Shadow Olave, the best Ohio State receiver, who is going to be a pro. I really like his game. And then the other cornerback, Job, is very good. Uh, I don't think he's a first-round pick anymore, but he's certainly an uh, early day, maybe a day two uh, draft pick. And that's a much better secondary than Justin Fields is used to seeing uh, in the Big Ten. Like, this is going to be a bit of a a wake-up call. And speaking of Justin Fields, is this guy going to be wearing a flak jacket? Like, he got dinged up. Like, if you watch in that Clemson game, after that hit that was called targeting, I'm not going to dive into it. I don't think it was targeting. Um, Afterward, Justin Field couldn't pick up his leg to go on the exercise bike without grimacing in pain. Like, that was a bad spot for the kid. And it's only been, what, 10 days? Like, is he 100%? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, his NFL stock is through the roof right now for that performance. But you never want to judge somebody on their greatest moment ever. Um, Maybe that was an outlier. What's the real Justin Fields? Is it the guy last year who was awesome? I think he was 43 touchdowns and two interceptions, and then he struggled a bit against Clemson late. Is he the guy that scuttled against Northwestern? Um, Wasn't outstanding against Indiana? Like, who is he? I I think we're probably going to find out. Um, I, I hate to give out a chalky pick, but I did bet Alabama. Now, I got him at eight. It's eight and a half. Um, obviously, not a great number. Um, but I, I, I think Nick Saban and Alabama here, this offense, again, they didn't empty the playbook against Notre Dame last week. That was like, a, okay, we're staked to a huge lead. Let's just grind it out and pick up the victory. Um, are they going to get pressure on Mac Jones? Are they going to be able to stop the run as easily? Uh, I mean, Harris looks amazing. Like, Devontae Smith, I I get that Ohio State's probably going to play the two deep safeties and say, like what they did to Clemson, we're not letting you have the big play. We're going to keep it all in front of us. The same way some teams approach Pat Mahomes. We're going to play zone, we're going to rush four, and we're going to say, we'll give you eight-yard chunks, 10, 12. We're not giving you the 50-yard bombs. That's what is back-breaking. Devontae Smith, we're not letting you get past us deep. Thing is, Devontae Smith, who's going to be like a top 10 pick in the draft, led the country in yards after the catch. Got to wrap up. And I like the kid Wade uh, from Ohio State. He came into this season as a first-round pick. And that was because he was playing 
with uh, Jeff Okuda and Damon Arnett in the Ohio State secondary. They were first-round draft choices in the NFL. Uh, Wade was mostly in favorable spots last year. Good matchups. He looked great. He's now playing on the outside, and he struggled against Clemson. Um, If he's anywhere near Devontae Smith, it could get ugly again. Um, I, I just... I can see Alabama opening a can here. I will go with something along the lines of 45-28 Alabama, uh, 42-30, uh, so, somewhere around there. But I think Alabama scores. I don't think Ohio State can keep up. And I, I, I have bet um, Alabama favored by eight. It, it's been at eight and a half. Um, let's see where it goes on game day. I think the public lost a lot of money over the weekend with Pittsburgh. And they may not be able to uh, drive this one up. So I'm on Alabama. Uh, Rob G., do you have a pick in this one? Well, I am picking Alabama to win. But like the rest of the betting public, I got Ohio State to cover. Interesting. I I think uh, Justin Fields will be able to do just enough to keep it close. But uh, I got Alabama winning. Okay. Well, hopefully we get a good game. Um, You know, we didn't get any great games on Sunday. I thought Ravens-Tennessee was good. Um, Indianapolis-Buffalo was the best game of the weekend. Um, the Colts, man, poor Phillip Rivers. Really good performance. Uh, that was a good game. Rams-Seattle, eh. And then Washington-Tampa was like, okay. Uh, but divisional weekend should be great. We have a big week ahead here on the podcast. We will, uh, I'm not going to tease any of the guests. We have one locked up. We have a second special guest. Now listen, I probably shouldn't tease this guy in case he backs out. Um... He is known as like a, an underground NBA insider. He is very close to a superstar NBA player. Uh, he said he will come on the podcast. I'm not saying his name in case he backs out. Um, I don't know if Rob G is skeptical of this guy, um, but a lot of people on the internet are. But again, he is friendly with one of the biggest stars in the NBA. Um, I don't know if I could say he breaks news, but he's certainly early on it. So that's coming this week. And again, thanks everybody for the subscribe, rating, and reviewing to all the new listeners to the podcast. Uh, And we do have a bunch of new ones who, (laughs) you know, one of our podcasts, listen, we've done good numbers. And one of our podcasts has gone to the moon. Um, The numbers continue to climb. I I hope I don't get in trouble for hyping it, but I'm sure the listening audience was one of the largest for any podcast that Fox Sports Radio put out in 2020. Um, It happened in the month of December and... Wherever this is, wherever you guys are finding it, I hope you're enjoying the content. And uh, hopefully we'll continue to give out gambling winners. And it's going to be a big week. Talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.